Frodo? What, Sam? What's the answer to this question? Oh, Sam, I can't help you. What, what is it a trance and neek anyway? It, it's nothing unnatural, is it? Shh. Gentlemen, might I remind you that there be no cheating on this final exam. Or you shall not pass! Good morning, students. Welcome to school. Remember, the thought of the day is... Welcome to Ecology 101, the study of nerd and geek in their natural habitat. I'm Gary. John. I'm Eli. Today we're looking at fan fiction number 90. How did we get to 90 already? This is crazy, huh? Yeah. Things are rolling, man. Even in COVID, it's all good. <laughs> so uh, today, uh, and if you've known, John has his book out, The Lone Wolf, and we're going to hear a selection from it. So John's going to tell us a little about that and your fabulous fan fiction feast. Here we go. All right, so um, I'm gonna we're gonna be doing a little fan fiction from pages 245 to 250, um, and where we are in this book, this is a fantasy book. So um, a group of adventurers have just magically appeared in an empty warehouse in another region. Uh, they don't know why they're there, um, or where they are specifically, uh, but they are exhausted from a fight they've just been in, um, and they decided to hide themselves in the back of the um, warehouse behind some large crates. So one of my main characters, uh, who I'll be playing, Kaladin, has just sat down to a little feast of bread, cheese, grapes, and wine. And my other main character, who Eli is going to be playing, uh, is just approached Kaladin and sat down to next to him. Hmm, young romance, you look hungry. Please, I see that you covet my meal, and you have more than earned it. Okay, don't mind if I do. You mustn't eaten for some time. You see quite ravenous. I am. Hmm. Ah. Wine from a skin. It's never as good, but nothing like fine dining. So, what was with that bold yet ridiculously foolish charge you made against those orcs? I, I don't know exactly. I just became consumed with hate. I, I felt as if I had to kill those wretched orcs. It was as if I wasn't in complete control of myself. But it matters not. They had it coming. If that magical ogre had it... Anai. Do, do you know Anai? Do you know what those orcs that Anai has cost me? Look... You could have gotten yourself killed. In fact, it was a blessing from the gods that Onai blasted you with his magic and halted your charge. Otherwise, you would have more than likely been felled by an orc sword. Gods? There are no gods. When evil creatures such as orcs and ogres can roam Orn unchecked, destroying innocents, including good men like my father, and the gods do nothing? I say there are no gods. No good ones, anyways. Well, tell me how you really feel, young romance. It sounds as if you are just angry at the gods as opposed to doubting their existence. Just because evil is allowed to wander, unfettered does not, in and of itself, mean that there are no gods aligned with good. Often it is the exact opposite. What? What gibberish is that? Now you're beginning to sound like my father. He always adds some senseless wisdom to give about Clavina and her will. 
<laughs> Besides, what would a common thief who flouts the law know not anything about gods? Who are you to give sage wisdom about them? A thief? Maybe. But common? Oh, I'm far from it. I have studied religion. <sighs> More like forced to study. Do you think that those magic missiles were just happenstance? Do you think that maybe, just maybe, some of that luck your goddess is so famous for was bestowed upon you when that missile knocked you off your feet? If it had not, you and I probably would not have the having this conversation now. Huh? <sighs> Don't look so surprised. I am a learned man. I have some knowledge of your goddess, Clovina. I mean, her domains, luck, and nature, if I remember correctly? <laughs> okay, learned man. Where was my goddess's luck when I called for a boulder to be dropped to bar the passage of orcs, and instead it fell upon my father, crushing him to death? Tell me that. She didn't save him. She didn't give me clarity of thought. She didn't pull him out of harm's way. So, tell me, why? It was his time, Romance. Only the gods can decide that. <laughs> it... It was, it was his time? After all you learned and studied? That's all you can come up with? What kind of answer is that? It is the only one that exists. There's little logic to the gods, at least to the actions of the goodly ones. I mean, human logic at any rate. Why the gods behave the way they do, the choices they make, is truly bound our human ken. Hmm. So, we must put our faith in their decisions and believe that, although sometimes tragic and painful, those decisions are truly for our benefit. And I have found, well, at least when I look back on events, seeing them after they have transpired, that there was a purpose, some lesson I needed to learn. Most of the time. <laughs> wow. You sound just like my father with all your faith and belief nonsense. If the gods are real, if the go goodly gods are real, then why don't they put an end to evil? They should eradicate orcs and ogres and the like. Why would they let evil flourish? How come they didn't prevent good, honest people, like my father, from suffering? Romance, it is you who is suffering. Suffering from his loss. Suffering from your guilt you feel for your choice to drop that boulder. But I say you must not blame yourself and you should not blame the gods. You need to embrace suffering. It is natural to feel hurt when we experience loss. But if you embrace the pain, you will be able to accept it much sooner and move beyond it. What do you mean, embrace suffering? We should be, no, the God should be doing away with suffering, not helping us to embrace it. Without suffering, how can we know ecstasy? Without pain, how can we know pleasure? Without heartache, how can one know joy? Without evil, there is no good. You cannot have one without the other. And I believe the gods are allowing things to happen to us, good and bad, to help teach us, to make us stronger and better humans, and, and dwarves and elves and you know, the like. You two are so different yet the same. Who? Me and your father? Yes. Wise man, your father. Very not, wise. Not wise enough. Got himself killed believing in others instead of himself. Believing in me and that damn goddess Clovina, a goddess that doesn't even exist except in our imaginations. Look, Romance, your father was right to have faith in his goddess, and in you. We depend on one another. We need each other. We rely on one another. 
That is what being human is about. Community. No, young romance, your father understood better than most that there is something beyond ourselves, both naturally and supernaturally. The world and humans are too complicated to not have had a divine creator or creators. And we were created to work together. His belief in the supernatural and a being like Clavina was most wise. And it's also wisdom to believe in his very capable son. Look, you should not bear so much guilt. It was circumstance which killed him. It was neither you nor your goddess who caused his death. Your father died because you were driven from your home. My father died because of that no-good-for-nothing race of orcs. That's why he died. Yes, but... All of them should be dead. All of them. They should be wiped from the face of Orn. Even the whelps? Yes, even the damn whelps. They're as no good as the grown ones. Orcs are a good-for-nothing race. Them and those damn ogres and goblins, too. Damn all of them to the Nine House. And yes, even the babies. The helpless. The children, the, the unarmed? Yes, if it has any bit of tainted evil blood. Orc, goblin, ogre, whatever. Baby or not, armed or unarmed, it should die. Be careful your feelings. They turn to your actions. If you start down that road, you may never return. That road only leads to the loss of humanity, making you the very thing that you despise. The very thing that makes us different from those good-for-nothing races. But, but they are inherently evil. Are you sure about that? I mean, look at your friends over there. Gromkin, half-orc. Bruce, ugh-fug, half-ogres. They're, they're different. And how so? They're my friends. They grew up in my village, a human village. They are not like their sires, except in appearance. Inside, they bear the mark of humanity. <laughs> yes, but most who see your friends judge them by their outward appearance, whether they have honorable intentions or not. What makes them honorable romance? What makes them good despite their outward appearance? The blood that created their outward appearance should make them inherently evil, as you stated. I mean, at least half evil, as each of your friends has half his blood tainted with either orc or ogre kind. But... But they aren't half evil. I agree. And why not? They were raised with good parents. Human parents. Parents that taught them honesty and compassion and community. So... Is it not possible for a baby orc to be taught the same thing? And if it can be taught to do good, taught to be good, are these races inherently evil? Nurture nature. What do you think your father would say? Oh, man, this is a tight fit. Even for little old me. Gentlemen, and I use this term loosely, we've got company. Thanks for listening to Neekology 101. If you like what you hear, hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on what's new in the fandom universe. You can find Neekology 101 on Spotify, YouTube, Podbean, or wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. We love to hear from our fans, and, and your input helps make this show possible. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, at God Among Geeks, or you can contact us at Neekology101class at gmail.com. We know there's a lot of good choices out there, and we appreciate you listening. Because we are still the knights who say, Neekology 101 is in association with Wolf Moon Sound Production.
Thanks for listening to Ecology 101. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button and stay up to date with what's new in the Phantom Universe. You can find Ecology on Spotify, YouTube, Podbean, or wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. We'd love to hear from our fans, and your input makes our show possible. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Gotham and Geeks, or contact us directly at Ecology101class at gmail.com. We know we have a lot of fandom choices out there, so thanks for including us in your fandom universe. Because we are still on the lights who say, Neek!